you must blink. Do it now. Pay careful attention to everything you see. No matter how unusual it may seem. If you look away, even for an instant, then our hero will surely perish. Oh man, hello and welcome to Talking About What. This is our review for Kubo and the Two Strings. As always, I am Cody, but you can call me the Moon King. With me is Izzy. How you doing, Izzy? I'm good, Moon King. Uh, so what have you been up to, man? It's been a it's been a little while since we've sat down. So a couple kinks we worked through, but yeah, man, you just got back into school today. Um, watched some cartoons the other night. Oh man. That was watch a good cartoon. You got I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna show it to you tonight. Oh, the one you were. The one you were telling me. Yeah. What, uh, for for the listeners, what's it called? I think it's called Over the Garden Garden Wall. Okay. It's it's either that or Over the Garden Hedge, but it's like a. I think it's like a ten episode, eleven minute, each episode. Uh, oh, short, short that Cartoon Network did. Okay. And it's pretty dark. Hmm. But it, I always. I don't know. I say it's like a fusion of. Let's do like only toned down flapjack and like the darkness of the imagery there. Put it in a more folky forest setting and give it a kind of like this adventure time charm. Hmm. That sounds very interesting. I'm going to watch it. I mean, especially if it's only, what, like an hour and a half, hour and 40 to watch the whole thing. Yeah, watch the whole thing. I was like, that sounds great. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I've been watching watching some Gravity Falls if we're going to talk about... uh, Oh, yeah. If we're going to talk about uh, animation. But um, one thing we have been talking about is doing a lot of uh, sci-fi reviews and things like that. So I have taken upon myself the mission to watch every single critically acclaimed or uh, like uh, like with a huge fa- fan following sci-fi movie that exists. So, you know, um, there's this pretty good sci-fi movie called Whiplash. <laughs> so it's really good. <laughs> He's been trying to get me to watch Whiplash for a long time. I'll watch, I'll watch Whiplash, but, f- but on my list is still I've got Upstream Color to watch still. Uh, I've not seen, um, oh shit, there's one more. What's the other one? There's a big one. The Big Lebowski. Yeah, yes, The Big Lebowski. The you know they're sci-fi. making a, like a prequel to that? Uh, Did you hear about it? No, we'll, we'll have to look at who's in that. It's it's not about like the, the Lebowski, it's about the Jesus. But it's not the Coen brothers, and that's what's kind of scary. Oh, yeah, that's shit then. Yeah, well... You can't say it's shit yet, but it's, it's not, not gonna it's be. Not it's shit, not gonna, it's gonna be gonna the be same at all. Not the same, exactly. Um, Unless the guy's worked with them before, and maybe he's got. I, I don't know what he's done. Like, Under the skin. I'm sorry. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's the other one I have to watch. That's my okay. background on my phone. Uh, but I've seen a lot of movies. Let me pull up the list of movies um, that I've seen recently, uh, because there's so many of them that I've watched since the last time we talked that I had to no. write them down. So I could keep up with it. And I, I feel like I haven't updated this for the last couple of movies. What but is as far as sci-fi goes, um, I have seen Inception. Okay. Uh, Children of Men. Yes. Super 8. I like that one. Sunshine. I haven't seen it. Uh, I rewatched Looper, even though I've already seen that. I like Looper. It's amazing. Uh, Moon. Primer. Still need to see it. I love Primer. Blade Runner. Still need to see it. Minority Report. I think I saw it as a kid. Yeah. So those are all of the main sci-fi mo- Oh, and Her. Uh, hey, yeah. Those are all the main sci-fi movies that I've watched recently that I had not seen before. Eternal Sunshine. Uh, right? Eternal Sunshine. That's another really good one. Um, that's not counting all the ones I had seen. So the idea here is we're going to go do 
our favorite sci-fi movies here at some point coming up slowly along the period of a lot of time. Did you have a favorite out of that list so far? Um, Out of the new ones that I've watched, it's going to be... <sighs> Blade Runner. So, I think her and Eternal Sunshine are probably two, the two best movies uh, of I those. I think Eternal... I mean, I think her is more sci-fi than Eternal Sunshine. Her is definitely more like sci-fi than Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine is definitely like... Like, very on the line of sci-fi. Her is also pretty sci-fi, but the story is not inherently, um, like, sci-fi. I mean, I guess it kind of is. Um, well, AI and, but like, you know. I think my favorite one that I've seen is probably Moon out of these. Still need to um, see it. I heard that movie's great. It's very uh, it's very toned down. It's not, it's not real big, over the top. But it's very tasteful. It knows exactly what it's trying to do. It's not going to hold your hand. But it's also not trying to be too highbrow and pretentious um it's actually really surprising given the amount of subtlety and uh and like tastefulness in this movie that that duncan jones went on to direct warcraft and uh, again that so many of the things that i love about moon are like the opposite is true for warcraft it's very interesting uh, but I, I think moon was is probably my favorite movie that i've seen recently that i had not seen um but i definitely am not going to deny that i think her is probably her and Eternal Sunshine are probably the most well put together and well executed films. I've heard Legends of Moon, like people. Moon's good, man. It's uh, it's nice. It's simple. It's 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 very very well executed. I like Moon a lot. But nice. we're not here to talk about Moon. What are we here to talk about? Here to talk about. We're here to po- talk. Talk oh, what? Uh, the, the the fucking Kubo. Kubo and the two strings. I'm gonna say we're here to talk about the Moon King. <laughs> <laughs> So, Kubo and the Two Strings, uh, it's a story about a boy who is being hunted by this figure named the Moon King, voiced by Ralph Fiennes, uh, hopefully I, that's how you pronounce his name, um, and he goes on a quest to find the three pieces of his father's armor uh, so that he can use them to defend himself from the Moon King. Um, Izzy, who is with him on this journey? A talking monkey and a samurai beetle. All right. I mean that's that's a simplified forms. I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you gotta watch it, and then they mean more to you. Yeah, so the movie sounds utterly ridiculous at first, um, but when you really when you watch it, it's incredibly beautiful, and it's just it's just. It, so before I went to see this movie, I was just immediately like hyped about it. Um, I, I, I saw a poster and a short clip of it, and I was like, wow, the art looks amazing, the story. And it was like, you didn't really know, like, the beats of the story at first, but I just knew that it was about, like, a boy trying to f- go on a quest from his, his, his uh, like, lost father. I was like, man, that's so badass. This looks amazing. Like, I want I want to see this. I was super excited. Um, and then I kind of, I, I kept up with, I think I saw one trailer for it, one, like, actual trailer for it, and then I, like, went dark on it. It was like, you know what, I've decided I'm going to see this movie. I'm going to see it, like, right after it comes out. I'm excited for it. Like, I, I don't need to know anything else. I don't need to see anything else. Um, what did you know about it going in? I didn't really know any plot points. I saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, cool. That's a really cool version of While My Guitar Gently Weeps. I was like, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I, I think, like, I think um, <laughs> Regina Spector did that cover. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Were you, were you still on the fence about it when I, like, walked out of the theater and was like, holy shit, man. 
Like, what, like if I was like, is it good or not? Or what do you mean? Like, were you still on the fence about going to see it? No, I knew I was going to see okay. it. Like, I like I like the first trailer. I I didn't really keep track of the trailers though. Um, you know, I because I couldn't really tell much like from the trailer. I just knew it was like, okay, there's going to be a pretty big journey. Um, the besides that, really well done. I I, I like that. I, do, I will say well, there is one thing I didn't notice. I guess it was until I was told later that it was like a stop motion film. Yeah. You so you, you did you not realize that when you were watching it? No, I I didn't I didn't realize it when I saw the trailers. But oh, then gotcha, uh, gotcha. we actually then I, like when it came out, I started hearing hearing things about it like it's stop motion. I was like, no way. And I was like, oh shit, it is. No way. And I was like, that's some fluid ass stop motion. Yeah, the, the the stop motion animation for this is amazing. Apparently, it took them um, about one week of work per 4.3 seconds, I believe. Total of, of five years to make of it. Of animation. Actually. took them five years to make this movie. And, my God, just the work and the dedication that went into this absolutely shows. Um, obviously, I mean, I, I, I don't really have anything other than great things to say about this movie. Uh, it does an absolutely wonderful job of bringing you into the world early, getting you to, to care about, um, to care about these characters and kind of showing you a little bit about it. And then you're kind of just along for the ride from there. Um, there's one sequence, um, involving a boat on the, uh, on the water of a lake or ocean that is just unbelievable what they what they got out of that and there's there's some video online you can see of kind of part of that process and the boat that they build is absolutely massive that they're using to film this and it's unbelievable but uh, i think that's like that's one of the biggest highlights for me like like visually is that that whole scene on the lake um it's one of the most amazing scenes i've ever seen in an animated film and Mm -hmm. uh just completely blew me away what about you there's a there's this one scene in a cave with a giant skeleton you see oh, in the trailer man and i i didn't um i didn't really know about the scale of the stop motion until at the credits y- until the credits and you see them making the skeleton and this skeleton is literally like the size of a person i was like oh shit no it was 16 uh, feet tall oh my, bigger than a person yeah like i mean they're they're <laughs> They were just working on it little by little. I was like, "Damn, it must have taken them so long." All this detail that that must have been like, like Kubo and like all the main characters were actually a pretty decent size if they were animating them too. They weren't super. Yeah, small. probably like a foot, a uh, foot or taller or something. But yeah, there, there's a, yeah, there's a, that, that that short clip in the end of of uh, of them building it, and it's it's kind of like a uh, like a time lapse of them building and filming with this uh, this giant skeleton puppet is just unbelievable. It's so cool. De- definitely stay for the credits if you go see this film. But um, yeah, man, um, I, th- I think that one of the biggest things for me in this movie, um, and I, I want to hear what kind of what you think about, like what what the biggest thing is, is that I don't want to talk about what happens, but throughout the movie, um, there's small things scattered about that that get certain ideas just in your head. Um, and, and you're just, you're thinking about them throughout, throughout the movie and, uh-huh. and you notice them when they happen. Um, I'm trying to say this in a, in a way that makes sense without spoiling it, but, um, there's just small bits of small breadcrumbs peppered throughout the story. And then in the end, every single one of them just comes together into just one of the best payoffs I've ever seen The the, the ending sequences 
and the messages and and it, the the way the story culminates in the end of this movie is some of the best storytelling that I've seen in a long time, especially in an animated movie. Because a, a lot of times movies will they'll kind of feel a little hollow in the ending or it'll be predictable. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, oh, the good guy beats the bad guy. Or, you know, and that'll be kind of all that happens. But there's so many little things that come together in the end to just, like, it actually, like, blew me away, just mouth open in the theater, edge of my seat going, oh, my God, as I was just watching the ending unfold. I, I absolutely loved it. And that... Like that to me left me with this feeling walking out of the theater that uh, I feel like it's gonna stick with me for a very long time, and it makes me really want to go back. I, I know, I know what you mean. That entire thing about everything kind of being wrapped up. Yeah. By the end, it's definitely it was definitely there. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know that 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 might be one of my favorite things about it too. I'll, although I will say I, one thing I do like is um, I think by the end even even like adults can leave with like a message, like by the end of this yeah. movie. I was like, it, and it's a message that not much people talk about in movies like this. Mm-hmm. And I think in movies in general, like it was, a, and the way they portrayed the message was like really beautiful. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn, damn, that was sick. And I couldn't shut up about it like when we left the theater. So I was like, are you, so without spoiling, there, there's there's a bit of a message about uh, about kindness. Is that what you're talking about? It, that's one of them. But the, and there's also kind of like theme about stories. Yeah. You know? And like how they live and how they exist, and there was something about all that that, that like okay. it was really just there's like this mystical, really yeah, badass I, feeling about it. It's it's hard to talk about that aspect of it without really spoiling it. Yeah, well, I'm not I'm not gonna go into events. <laughs> sure, sure. Into the particulars. Um, what what did you think of a uh, of of the couple of the voice actors? I mean, um, Art Parkinson. He didn't have as big of a of a job as a lot of them did, but I think he did a good job. But he was uh, he's a Stark all the way through, man. He's, dude, he's Stark all the way through. But yeah, uh, yeah. you know, let's be honest. the The big ones here are Charlize Theron as the monkey and uh, Matthew McConaughey as the beetle. Uh, I I do want to say I also really like the Moon King, but yeah, uh, Ralphian was really well done. Dude, that guy's that guy's been good in everything I've seen him in. I don't know what else he's in that I haven't seen him in. I don't know if I've seen a bad role with him. He was he he was Grand Budapest, right? He was in. Yeah, he was like the main guy in oh, Grand dude, Budapest. He was fucking great. He's M in in uh, in Bond. I mean, okay. He was that one guy that I can't <laughs> mention. Oh, you must not be named. Yeah. Nah, dude, that was. He. I remember like watching Grand Budapest and going, "That's him." What the f- It's like, why does his nose look all human? <laughs> he has a nose. <laughs> what is fucking happening? I thought they got a deformed guy. Nah, but but they didn't. That's crazy. Uh, that was they, good CG, man. But I was wrong. <laughs> but, but yeah, voice act voice acting was pretty cool. That was Mc, uh, McConaughey's uh, first cartoon, right, or animated film Dude, he's done. I thought the McConaughey was ending, man. It's in full swing. Did he just rise out of fucking nowhere again? Like he, he's been around for a while. I know because he's he been was around in- for a while. But he was like the dumb chick flick guy. He was like the agent in um, in Tropic Thunder. And he was in like <laughs> yeah, a bunch of was. like he was like U five seventy one and like you know he had like a couple of good roles scattered about and then a bunch of shitty roles and then all of a sudden like he's just been in a bunch of things. He was in Interstellar, uh, True Detective, True Detective, Mud. Um, I think Mud was probably what sprung Dallas, him out of nowhere. He, he was Dallas Buyers Club too, right? Oh, that though both of those. Yeah, he's just didn't. been just 
bam, 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 bam. I do also want to mention his really sweet role in Dazed and Confused, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Like he probably gives one of the one of the iconic lines from that movie that people still say today. High school girls. Yeah. <laughs> I get older, they stay the same age. Did you see that movie? No, I just know that line because people quote it Dude, constantly. Like, yeah, I wanted to see it after we watched Everybody Wants Some, and I was like, Everybody this is this is the movie that it's basically succeeding. So yeah, it was it was a great time. It's it was a shit. I, I'm definitely down to watch it, but. Uh, yeah, I agree. the The voice acting was spectacular and uh, really, really brought the characters to life. I mean, if these just had some hollow, shitty voice acting, I don't think any of this would have would have worked in even the fraction of the way that it did. But everything came together incredibly well. The voice actors played off each other really well. You know, even there's no real actual playing off each other. It was it was very well done. You had a good kind of humor going between some of the characters, but you also had mm-hmm. kind of some seriousness, and they did a really good job of. Of alternating in between, but um, I'd be super down to like voice a voice like character in like a cartoon or something. Oh yeah, dude! Let's like, just make a cartoon, dude. Yeah, I don't have to like. Act. I can do I stick figures. Do we can <laughs> be like, dude. We can do like stick figures. Stick figure man. Yeah, or like, look, I've got like, I've got some some like Star Wars um, action <laughs> figures and like some Mass Effect shit as Lucario. We can just make like the ultimate fanfic right there. Exactly, dude. Oh my god, you can be don't. Lucario and then I'll be Garrus Vicarian. And we'll just we'll make a stop motion picture, dude. I'm down. Yeah, it'll be like, it'll be like Toy Story. Or we could use just sock puppets, you know. It'll be like it'll be like Toy Story, but instead of like the kid like playing with a dog, he's like playing with a dick or something. <laughs> it's like instead of a boy's room, this is a sad young adult's room. Anyway, <laughs> I do. I, I want to. I do want to say something like something. Um, after after I saw the movie, like when we were when I got when I uh when I got to your house and we started talking about it, I wanted to l- I ended up looking and reading more about the studio behind it. That was that was a crazy crazy shit. Yeah. So, okay, go on, go and say yourself about the studio. But I actually I have a little bit bit about the studio that I want to I kind of want to kind of end with. Yeah. Yeah. So so uh, I I felt that like a studio was always some just small company that you know that it wasn't too big of a deal. Like it is. It is a small company. To like, I I thought it was like small that it came out of like you know just independent people trying to make something like out of nothing. And I thought they kind of rose from like the ashes or something. But it ends up you know like the fucking two people, like the guy who co-founded Nike ended up like creating it. And then his son, after he proved that he was a great animator in another company, he just decided to turn him into like the president of it. And I was like, oh, so that's where all this money's coming from. Like they didn't like. They didn't like create an idea and like tell people like please fund us. They're like, yeah. fuck it, we have an idea, let's fund ourselves. And I was like, oh shit, it's a really sick like beginning to a story. But that um, that kind of works really well into my point. You know, regardless of how much money this CEO or whatever has, um, Kubo and the Two Strings is not making money. It's made far from half of its budget back in ticket sales, and uh, that's really sad because this is one of the best movies that has come out this year and it's one of the most amazing theater experiences you could possibly go to because it's such a good way to see the amazing artwork and just the amazing craftsmanship that went into this movie and people are just completely letting this one slide i mean this is going by about uh, i think actually less less uh box office income than the nice guys which is another just just criminally underwatched oh, dude, movie. That, that that didn't. I don't. Need, did it, it didn't even make half of what it was worth, did it? No, it didn't. And that it makes me so sad that like these these 
two movies are two of the best movies that have come out this year. I mean, really the only movie that I would rank in the best movies that have come out this year that's making money is 10 Cloverfield Lane, and that's because it had a budget of like $12 million. And All it, dude, they filmed in like one place, <laughs> in one yeah, building. Yeah, so I mean, that, that had basically no budget is why. But uh, a film like Kubo that takes $60 million to make because it just takes so damn long, and it's just not making money. And this is a movie that is absolutely worth seeing. It's worth seeing with anyone. It's worth seeing with kids. You can take your parents. You can go just with your friends. It does not matter. This movie is spectacular. It is one of the biggest reasons to go to a theater, and it's so much better than all of these shitty blockbusters that are being thrown at us. And I don't mean to downplay the blockbusters because some of them are good, but this movie is just an unbelievable work of art. And if Leica starts making money or at least breaking even and can continue to move forward and continue making movies and growing like this, I mean, they can get to the level of somebody like Pixar or somebody like uh, um, like Ghibli. I mean, it it's possible. It, it's a stretch. They might... I think they could. I think they could outdo Pixar, considering I don't think Pixar's been doing that well anymore after the sequelitis they like underwent. I mean, you know. I think the Inside Out. Okay, Inside Out was like a beacon, and then they made the Good Dinosaur, and then they announced like a bunch of. I mean, they have multiple teams inside Pixar. Yeah, yeah, but like the thing is, like before, I think I think me and Richard were talking about it. We found the pinpoint mode. I think it was Cars. Cars, it wasn't yep. that it was bad. Car- cars it's the one the- that polarized more people. people. I knew a lot of people that loved it and shit, but then uh, there was a lot of people that started saying, I don't like it. And before that, well, it, it didn't hella, matter. It was hella stupid. Well, yeah. Regardless of the fact it was a fine movie with a message and shit, it was just stupid. Well, yeah, but, but see, that's what I wanted to, I wanted to say. And like, before that, before Cars, no one ever said anything bad about any other Pixar movie. I've yeah, never met never, one person th- that said, I don't like Bugs Life. I don't like Monsters, Inc. That's a good point. And then cars happened, and then I met people that said I don't really like cars and stuff. Like I think I loved Wally, and I liked Ratatouille. But yeah, Wally Ratatouille didn't it, isn't Up a Pixar movie? Up was a Pixar movie. Inside Out. I mean, they've got some really good movies. I need to I, rewatch. So what they're doing is they're Up. putting out more movies, and they're not all good. Uh, maybe they're not putting as much effort into like, because before whenever they released a movie, it was like a big deal. And now that, like, they released Inside Out and The Good Dinosaur in, like, the same year. Yeah. And so if they put more love into one movie at a time. I feel like what they're doing is they're still doing their one amazing movie per year, per every other year. And then they're just releasing a couple extra movies. Yeah, but, like, Like, nowadays it's, like, smearing their name. And, like, a lot of people don't respect the name as much as they used to, like, ten years ago. Yeah, pick... Pixar isn't really related with, like, amazing animation as much as it's related with just, like, animation anymore. Because, you know, like, Finding Dory was good. Um, you know, Toy Story 3 was was really good. I mean, they, they've got a lot of good movies coming out, but they've also got The Good Dinosaur. Like, I think really... And Cars 2. The Good Dinosaur and Cars 2 are, like, they're only, like, bad movies, aren't they? Now, no, the, the, the thing is, like, like, you remember how you said Finding Dory was good? Mm-hmm. For me, it's like a seven out of ten, or yeah. you know, or like a a basic. But the thing is, like before, every one of their movies was fucking was great, amazing. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And that that's, it doesn't mean not necessarily. I'm not saying that like the new movies are bad. I'm just saying they're not up to par anymore. They're just they're just there. Sure. Like, okay. No I, so one no I, one freaked out about the good dinosaur. 
Um, I, you know, no one, I, actually, no one started talking about Brave. Like, that's, a lot of people also said that movie was just kind of like, it was all right. And I was like, okay. Yeah, there's another one. It was kind of, it was, it was pretty, it was, it was another pretty good. I mean, I get what you're saying. I feel like saying it comes off a certain way, but I understand what you, what you mean now is that it's not that they're making bad movies or that they've, they've worn out their stay or anything well, like here that. Well, Cars 2 was bad. Yeah. It's just that they're not making, it's not pure gold like it used to be. Yeah. And, um, okay. You know, I remember like r- watching this video a long time ago, hearing like from the from some of the main people at Pixar where they had like a little lunch, and these two guys, or was it maybe it was three, mm-hmm. they all got together and they started talking about ideas. And this was like over ten or some fifteen years ago, and they like drew out like characters that you know now, like Wally and all these characters. That's the furthest they went. They like planned all these movies out in one day. Okay. And they like, you know, and I f- and if, and I feel like at that point it meant something, but after like that. Like every movie after that kind of started going, uh, taking like weird, weird turns. Sure. I, I mean, and I don't mean they all have to. I, I I don't I don't know, man. I mean, it, it to me it's like sad because like before, even like now I could watch like their original like Toy Story and I watched The Bugs sure. Life just a while ago and I was like, oh man, this is great. It's good, but it feels it feels weird like now that they have like more people and like a you know they they have this reputation. I felt like they this gives them the ability to like go to more heights. Like Inside Out, when I watched Inside Out, I was so fucking happy and stoked going out. I was like, "Oh mm. man, they still have it." But then you know, like then I watched Finding Dory, and I was like, "That that felt like super rushed." Like you know, they threw in their classic like Pixar little emotional moments, and I like those were good moments. Yeah, and it was a solid movie, but it was definitely not anywhere close to like Inside Out, Wall-E, or even Finding, Finding Nemo, Nemo for that matter. Yeah. I love Finding Nemo. I that was one of the first movies I bought. I remember buying like when I got money. I was like, "Oh, dude!" And it and usually their movies work for a bunch of audiences too. But like, I it, it had to be Cars. Like, I mean that that had to be a, the pivotal moment. Like, come on, look at the trailers to Cars too. That that doesn't just no. It was horrible. I watched it. It was, it was fucking yeah, terrible. Because I mean, every other movie they've made has appealed to like kids and adults so far. Like. You could see I feel like it's not like really aligned with Cars, but I feel like Cars is like maybe the first one of their movies that they hadn't planned out a long time ago and made as a result of their fame. Whereas like movies like Wall-E and Up and and Inside Out still seem just they they seem inherently um, honest. I, I movies know. like Cars don't seem honest. They seem like they're trying to get money from you. Well, Cars was like the movie where they were trying to be like the cool kids, you know? Like they're all yeah. like, "All right, let's do this." You know, and I want to say something about Up. Like, I remember liking it a lot, but the only thing I could remember is, like, the really, really sad intro, and I can't remember much else about it. So I want to, like, rewatch it and go how much of it was the intro that I really, really liked and how much of it was the rest of the movie because it's been a long time. That's a good point. I don't actually remember much about the movie either. Yeah, because they really hook you in with that intro. It's one of the yeah. most beautiful, like, saddest intros I've seen. I was like, oh, yeah. my God. But everyone always talks about the intro, and the theme song's super catchy, too, but... Like, I don't know. No one ever talks about any other moments. I mean, they talk about the dog, but they only, you know, say the dog's goofy line. Like, I'm just wondering, like, is that movie as good as I remembered? I don't know. That's I, I'll, I'll look into it eventually. I'll go back to you on that one. All right. Well, I think we are all set on Kubo, right? Oh, that was the point. That was my point I was making. I, I think they could definitely outdo Pixar now. <laughs> I think, yeah, they, they, they definitely can. And, I mean, Kubo and the Two Strings is unbelievable. Um and in in summary, go watch this movie. Oh do hell not yeah! Wait for it to come out on Blu-ray. Do not wait for it to come I'm out on streaming. I'm buying it on Blu-ray. 
Go to a theater, bring as many people as you possibly can, tell as many people as you can, and go watch Kubo and the Two Strings in theaters. It is well worth your $10. Fuck yeah. All right. Well. Kubo. Kubo. So, um, I'm going to take this time to talk just a little bit about um, something that we're planning. So, uh, Izzy and I have been talking about... Um, uh, we've been talking about trying to do video for a while, which is not, uh, not breaking the ground. We're trying to break using just the audio format. You know, I, th- I feel like there's a, there's a larger, um, you know, a larger audience for the, the video kind of YouTube type of thing. And we've been trying to figure out how to do that. Um, but, uh, one thing we're going to try to foray into is, uh, maybe some videos, uh, regarding movie trailers. It's a nice short subject. It's easily digestible. And, um, yeah, so that's where we're going to start. Uh, hopefully we'll be having those come out within the next month or so, um, and start with just, you know, some more popular movie trailers and kind of see where that takes us. But, uh, if anyone listening has any feedback or suggestions or anything like that, how to kind of, uh, any videos you would like to see, please let us know. Uh, but otherwise, is you have any comments on, on kind of where we're trying to go with this? Dude. Well, you already kind of gave out the layout of where we're trying to go. I'm just, I'm just hoping it works out for now. And I have, a, I have some other ideas I was thinking about that would sure. be pretty fun to make. But we'll talk, let we'll, we'll talk about those and see if those uh, end up coming into fruition. Sure. And uh, I, I really like the podcast format. So unless we find a way to, unless we find something we just like way better, um, I, I want to continue going with the podcast regardless of, of. Uh, you know, popularity and maybe keep the two separate. Maybe, you know, maybe keep, maybe get them a little close together. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that's, uh, that's all I got for this week, man. Let's wrap it up. All right. Well, if you have any feedback for us, any ideas, any videos you want to see, anything like that, you can tweet us at TAWCast. What if somebody wants to email us, Izzy? Talking about what cast at gmail.com. All right, good. good. You, you remembered it right off the yeah, top of your head. <laughs> you know, I was I was drifting somewhere else. Watch Kubo. Watch Kubo. Thank you for listening. Kubo no Pico, dude. Dude. Oh my god. <laughs> People are gonna like look that up and try to like figure it out, and they're gonna see that and be like, "Oh my god, this fucking guy." <sighs> it wasn't my fault. It's Chris's. Uh, all right. Well. If you have to Google that, do it now. Please don't.